0: Good afternoon, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome back to Constructing the Clubhouse, the world's number one comedy podcast, period. Uh, I'm your host, Dr. Matthew John Murtha. Joining me, beautiful co-host, Johnny Alice. Hello, everybody. Good to be back. Yeah, big We sh- missed you. We did. Shout
1: out to James, who missed us. That's so nice. It's so nice to be missed. Yeah. Uh, that's cute. Cute. I thought it was cute. It
0: was indeed cute, just like Mr. Eagle himself. Uh, what do you got on the docket for today, John? You've been... Yep. What? Been out and
1: about in the in Malta. I've been I've been on holiday. I have. I uh, went to Malta and to Sicily with my family. Sicily. Did you see the ladies of uh, White Lotus? I I did. I did go to the town uh, to tour Messina, which I think is where they they filmed it all and stuff. Didn't see a single prostitute.
0: Oh, that's too
1: bad. The whole time that I was there, uh, which was disappointing. I was also a little disappointed because I almost watched the second season of White Lotus, but I didn't. (laughs) You almost. Almost, yeah, I was like, you know, meaning to watch it, and I didn't, and uh, since I was there, I was like, oh I I actually kind of wish I'd I'd seen it, I think I would have appreciated it on a deeper level.
0: Yeah, possible, well, now that, now when you go to watch the second season, though, you can be like, oh, I remember that place.
1: I probably won't, I probably won't remember anything, yeah. Always like, it was really nice spending time with my family, but it's kind of just... a little boring sometimes like you spend so much time just looking at stuff yeah you know and i don't i'm really fast at looking <laughs> I, it only takes me one second to look you yeah. know and and other be- and then people are just sitting there looking at something for like 20 minutes and it's like i already i already saw it maybe I when
0: you go to those museums you don't sit on those benches that are right in front of the paintings do you?
1: no i can do I, I think it might be my superpower i can do an art museum in like five minutes flat <laughs> Very very quick at it. People were like, no, 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 you have to look at the brush strokes. So I'm like, dude, it's all brush strokes. I <laughs> I saw them. Chill. So what did you see? Uh we saw uh I did a ropes course. That was cool. We sat at a restaurant with a with a sea view, but I sat facing away from the sea because 'cause I'd already seen the sea when we came in. Um <laughs> and No need to see it again. It was a lot of like it was a lot of nice food. Uh and just just hanging out hanging out with hanging the, the, the fam reading stories i read probably a hundred stories uh, children's books okay
0: I, i'm always you know i'm a fan of bringing literature with <laughs> you on a vacation
1: i <laughs> um my nieces and nephews are children, uh, if anyone's okay. wondering. Right. Uh, and they love my book, by <laughs> the they. way. They love uh, Stuffy the Stuffin', which is sick. My my little nephew, Oscar, is when he goes to pick books, it's trucks, it's uh, dinosaurs, and it's Stuffy the Stuffin', who's a bit of a dinosaur character. Uh, That's but, yeah. right. So get your copy of Stuffy the Stuffin' today on
0: Amazon Prime. Mm, yep. Yeah. Uh, nice to be away. Always nice to come back, though. Always nice to to be back in Barcelona. Yeah, doing uh, stuff. Trying to think. Uh, in the past week, you were missed. You know. Yeah. Of course. Yeah. Yes, man. Um, nothing big happened. We we just had some big nights for whatever reason. Uh, let me think. Big week night nights. Was yeah. That big. I don't know about Tuesday, Wednesday did really well. Random uh, improv jam, big crowd, which was a lot of fun. Cool. Thursday we had oh we had New York comedy night hosted by Hammer Katan.
1: yeah that I so saw that sold pretty well and I think
0: decently I think we sold like twenty five he comedians. was happy with it uh, yeah he seemed pretty happy all weekend it was fun to watch him work he has a new new joke that uh, uh when he told it on Thursday I was you know I was standing in the hallway outside and somebody was like oh that's so true and I was like, God that's a good one then that's good that's so, a good joke shout out to Mister Caton. Uh, yep. then let's hear. Friday was good. I did my solo, sold some ticks, had some good times, and then, yeah. uh, Bomb Shelter, hosted by Tam Katan
1: again. That's great. So for your solo, you were doing five euro tickets? Yep. You ran some ads on it? I saw you ran some ads yep. on it. How much did you drop into it? Uh, I think 40 on Facebook and, like, 20 on Instagram, something like that. Okay. And it was just the still image. Oh, no, you you had the, we had the Clubhouse video that you made, which was yeah. funny, I liked. Yeah. I don't think
0: I promoted that video in the end. I think I just posted it. Yeah. Which now after
1: the fact I'm like, damn. It did not occur to me until just now. Mm-hmm. And then Saturday was quiet in the end. It was the first Spotlight that hasn't basically sold out in a while. Yeah, I mean Quiet's a kind of we did we did All right. We sold forty five <laughs> tickets to Spotlight. <laughs> Nothing is ever
0: good enough. Yeah. I'm like if it's not sold out, sold out, it's it's disappointing. I and mean, it's weird we um, we actually made more money on Saturday than Friday, I think. That's rare that that
1: would happen hey drink drink drunk man drink drink drunk is for sure a good addition um to the comedy club yes uh apologies to everybody i
0: threw out at one o'clock in the morning they 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 did this thing so after drink or one third whenever it was but like they were just they were shouting drunk like very very loud and we do have neighbors upstairs um and, and they stopped, like, kind of buying drinks. And so I, I did a lap around. I said, all right, guys, I'm going to close up the shop now. And everybody goes, okay. And they go right back to talking. Then you do another lap, and they say, all right.
1: Yeah. And nobody moves a, a muscle. You can hint in a million ways, and people don't get it. And then, um, the
0: yeah, the third time around, you're like, all right, guys. I you kind of, like, gently push them
1: into motion.
0: And they're like, oh, what are you What are you talking about? You know? And I'm like, ah, come on. Get the fuck out of
1: here. Yeah. Um. Yeah. I mean, I am concerned because I do get yelly drunk at drink, drink, drunk, and that is the show that we had when the police came. Yeah. And once people get to that level of drunk, they're just not. They can't control their volume at all. Yeah. Um. And it's it's nerve wracking. It's, it's nerve wracking. It's danger. It's danger. 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 It's it's. But that said, I hear
0: it was one of the best drink, drink, drunk's since I was on the show. <laughs> uh no. Yeah. It seems like an all timer. And the night went great. That's cool. That's really good. Yeah. Um.
1: In chaos, anything difficult? Just busy.
0: Just busy. Uh. Usual stuff. I think for a drink, drink, drunk, they try to get a. They use the wrong mic for something in the moment of panic, and then you just kind of hand them the right one. Mm-hmm. You go, oh, all right. <laughs> uh. What else? Improv went really well over the weekend. I had a big workshop. 20, oh, cool. Maybe not twenty, maybe fifteen people, but. New faces, new people. Oh, the Sunday,
1: the free open workshop. Yeah, people new to the clubhouse. That's cool. Yeah, it's really sick that I was that I doing that every week. Yeah, he's fully, totally committed to the cause. When does Andy Paris ca- get back?
0: Uh, not quite sure. I texted him a couple weeks ago, and he was hoping for end of April. Cool. Yeah. Hopefully, him and his father are doing all right. Yeah, definitely. Hopefully,
1: health. Good health wishes to everyone in our world. Yeah, at the moment. Um, I've got a one of the ideas I had is for a psychological thriller that I want <laughs> I want him to direct. So I'm gonna write the uh, it was a sketch and I'm like no no it's a short film <laughs> it's definitely a nice. short film. So I'm gonna write it down as best I can and then sort of give it to him and be like do you do you like it like I don't want him to do it yeah. obviously if he doesn't like it but if he likes it then he would be the perfect man for the job. Um, speaking of jobs. We've got a sponsor, new sponsor for this oh, yeah. podcast. Uh, it's been a tough, tough to get. Haven't had a new sponsor in quite a while, but we've got a fantastic new sponsor. It's in the world of Wall Street. Uh, it's called Pelosify. Pelosify. Okay. Uh, it's, do you know like Robin Hood, the old Wall Street app that everyone was using but turned out to be quite corrupt?
0: This is an okay. even more
1: corrupt version of Robin Hood. Uh, basically, what Pelosify does is it uses ai technology to track the wall street bets that nancy pelosi is making (laughs) and her husband and then it replicates those exact same bets with your own money in real time wow Uh, it's the only way to guarantee success on wall street is to copy directly her psychic level ability to uh, predict the trends of wall street without using any of her congressional knowledge i'm sure yeah. Uh, so okay. Pelosify, get Pelosify today. Pelosify your portfolio at Pelosify uh, and if you use the code Clubhouse, we get ten percent of your profits. So, no shit. Yeah, I love Pelosify. Pelosify is is exciting. It's gonna revolutionise the world of, of, of stock trading, uh, which is very cool, very very cool. Hmm. Uh. Anyway, sorry for the sorry for the interruption. Uh, everybody, uh, back to the podcast. Let's Pelosify this podcast.
0: (laughs) By which I mean making it better through Pelosi. I don't know. Yeah. How'd you find this sponsor? That's amazing. I just made it up. Did you really? Yeah. Oh, with the discount code, I thought it was real. Yeah. Damn. I wonder if anyone else thought it it
1: was real. Well, not anymore. Apologies. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) It's okay. Uh, All all of our sponsors uh, have been fake so far. Uh, but I do hope to one day get McDonald's as a real sponsor. Uh, what about podcast. Nikki's Kitchen? We need to get Nikki's Kitchen to sponsor us. Yeah, they did an annoying thing. Did they? They did.
0: Oh, let's not get Nikki's Kitchen to sponsor for us for the
1: Super Bowl thing. Uh, maybe it was Aaron or whatever. I was like, yeah, we like we can do it, but I want the receipt. I want the receipt for the food that we're getting type yep. thing. And he was like, yeah, yeah, it's fine. It's all good. And then, like, after we'd already got the food and all of this, I was like, where's the receipt? And then Nick's Kitchen was like, oh, we can give you the receipt, but we need to now charge you extra for the VAT on top of what the price of the food was. Even then, I was like, that's fine. Like, we'll pay it. probably seems like a conversation to have in advance, but we'll we'll pay it. And then we didn't get the receipt for it. So anyway, not not a big deal. Um, But a little little frustrating that that's how... Everything operates in Barcelona. There's no choice. There's no choice but to operate like that. Um, yeah. Finder.
0: All right. So don't go to Nikki's kitchen for <laughs> delicious ribs, fried chicken. I heard, I heard the and food mac and cheese. I heard
1: the food is really really good. Oh, the uh, mac and cheese there is so good. And I'm sure that Nikki's really really lovely as well. And I'm yeah, sure yeah. she's just, I'm sure she's just paying people that can't work officially, unofficially, because that's how it goes. Or she's just trying to balance things out, uh, which is the same thing that we try and do at the Clubhouse, but uh, we are unable to do it efficiently. Just doing our best. So what have we got coming up this week that you're excited for? Nothing. <laughs> nah no, no, there's like nothing uh, weird or wacky or, or particularly interesting this week, which is unusual. Uh, we've got a couple of short nights. Yesterday was the quietest night we've ever had at the Comedy really? Clubhouse. Yeah, so we had one show, which was Andy's What Would You Do If That Were You, and it was one one person showed up at eight o'clock and uh sort of came in i was chatting with her i was like yeah look we had like eight reservations i was like we'll see if anyone shows up type yep. thing. and he came up and he's like he's all dressed up and he's, oh, and so no. he's got like a suit on he's oh, got no. like a cane he's the got top hat, hat. Yep. and he just came up a little bit too early and was like oh you're the only one here oh we'll, we'll still do a show for one but per- <laughs> just one we can do it for one person we're happy to do it and, and I'm like, let's just give it fifteen minutes. We'll yeah. see how it goes. So, it, like, seemed like we were going to cancel the show, um, and all just go home. But then, three Spanish people walked in from Tarragona, and we like, "Hey, you got comedy? What's up?" I was like, "Yeah," in English. Uh, and then one other guy came in as well, so we had like five people. The Spanish people didn't speak English, <laughs> so Andy was like, "Oh, we could do the show in Spanish or Spanglish oh, wow. or whatever." Yeah. So they Ended hey, up doing, doing what would you do if that were you uh, in Spanglish? Uh, it was fun. I think everyone had a good time. That's uh, that's funny because last week we had some people show
0: up for that show, and then it wasn't you know we had we ended up having poetry or something that night. Yeah, maybe it's no, the. It was off last week, right?
1: Wasn't that it when was, you had your show? It was off last week, but yeah, you know, when I did the show, the muck around town show, um, there was definitely a fair few reservations. In fact, I left it up on our website because I was like. Whatever. <laughs> people come for what would you do if that were you? And I'll just tell them that it's a different show, they'll be they'll be fine with it. Um so I think a few people came that night for 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 that show. Certainly had a, a decent amount of uh, reservations. Yeah. So I don't know. Funny night, uh I got out of here at quarter past nine. Wow. Which was um uh, <laughs> maybe nine thirty, but it was uh pretty cool. Very nice. Pretty cool in that regard. Nice to have a quiet night once in a while. Don't want to make a habit out of it. That's for sure.
0: Yeah, actually, we're it's it's now the sun is shining. It's now terrace season.
1: Yeah, yeah. I wonder how it's all all gonna affect us. The air conditioning's been good, right? We had one day where it was like kind of off, and everyone was for the most part. Yeah, I think it's it's
0: been really. I know a couple times the past week, it's been it's even gotten too cold uh, downstairs. Uh, but it seems to shut off mysteriously sometimes on show nights. Yeah. And if you don't have it on, even on a winter's night here, it gets fucking musty in there.
1: It's the, uh, it's the Clubhouse Ghost. Mm-hmm. Clubhouse Ghost that also tore the hot water heater off of the wall. Yeah. Um, what else is the Clubhouse Ghost responsible for? Or sometimes after I'm finishing working, the Clubhouse Ghost will come along and <laughs> frame me. By putting like dead glasses all around the, yeah. the upstairs area and downstairs as well, which has happened um, many times. Oh man, uh,
0: this ghost is causing Javi phantom pains in his limbs. <laughs> shout uh, out to Javi who got his brain Harvey. fixed only to find new new problems. Yep, yeah. yep, yep, yep.
1: I don't. Do you know if he's coming in today? I don't know. I actually sent him a message uh, yesterday and I didn't hear back. Just to check in on him and. I sent him the video as well for, for the oh, order, yeah. but then I guess Manel called him and then sent me a message at like 8.30 saying, I need the order right now. Uh, Have you told me to talk to you. Oh, right. So. Uh, it's Wait, to talk to me. Talk to me. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. so I did it and it's, it should be come today.
0: Okay. Uh, yeah, it's Wednesday, isn't it? I'm behind a full day today.
1: I week. feel like I'm a bit behind this week as well. I mean, because I came in on Monday evening. I, I, I got sick while I was away. That's what happens when you hang out with kids. <laughs> Uh, and filthy kids <laughs> so I'm just one day one day behind that's uh, probably why I feel behind
0: because we met yesterday instead of Mondays and yeah
1: yeah, that'll, that'll throw you off indubiously um should we talk about <laughs> how we let tension build between us uh yeah we can yeah. what do you mean <laughs> there's no tension what are you talking about uh, do you feel any residual tension yeah a bit and it's hard
0: because I don't know. I don't know. I, some of it's coming from my day job, which uh, has been a problem these past couple of days. It's super annoying. Um, like they don't like the work that you're doing, or what? There's just one. Well, there's two. There's two different issues that are going on at the moment. One is that there's like some Nazi in that corporation who has it out for me.
1: Oh, yeah, Nazis! Man.
0: And so what happened is I turned in a proof last, last week or the week before, and I let slide a few uh, citations that are like, well, according to Smith and Harry et al. 2005, this and this and this is true. And so after I submitted it, I get a, a couple of days later, I get this email that says, uh, hey, Matt, there were some incorrect citations in one of your proofs using name and uh, full name and year, uh, which is incorrect see the PDF below, uh, examples are, are highlighted, take a look and suggest. And that's okay. Which is a pretty vague sentence. So I, I went through the PDF and I highlighted other examples that I missed. Uh, and I kind <clears> of <throat> used the PDF editor to like strike through the, the bits that should have been removed. And I send it back and then I get another email back. And this is why I think I know who's who's writing it. It was like, uh, tell the proofreader That the PF has not been marked up according to style, which means like I'm not using the proper annotation on a PDF. Okay. Which I was never even taught to do at this company. They have an electronic editing system published editing system for their publishing work. And usually I I make corrections and modifications there. And then she did another bitchy thing. Some box that had already been identified as like having missed out missed edits, right? She's like The proofreader didn't even comment on this box. I was like, no, it's already boxed. It's like, yeah, yeah, you did it already. (laughs) I was like, yeah, you pointed out the mistake. So I didn't do anything. So, you know, I had to make another, uh, I I took another pass at it. But again, I don't know how to mark it up according to to style. Mm -hmm. And there are, you know, it used to be back in the day when this stuff was done on paper, there were specific annotations that you make. Yeah. You know, the little double line with a loop thread means paragraph and like a caret up and it versus a caret down means insert versus remove. things, Stupid things like that. There's a lot of different
1: systems for it these days. Yeah.
0: Though. Well, I mean, that's done electronically. Now you uh, you don't have to like make a note and then go back a- to a typist who like makes. You made oh, a change gotcha, yourself okay. in the software. Um, you were using typists when you were doing
1: your PhD? Yeah. Is that... I'm not quite that old, but. <laughs>
0: But uh, but nearly. You think, no, when I did my PhD, two thousand. Let uh, me think. It was two thousand five to two thousand ten. So we did have computers. You had to wind them up with this crank on the side of the box, though. So. Mm. Anyway, <laughs> work sucks. So yeah, sounds like a shitty job. It sounds not fun at all. It's not fun. It's really frustrating, and 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 it wouldn't be such a bad job except for this Nazi. <laughs> you should know what to do. It. Uh. He would. Love it. He, he would be erect the entire time.
1: <laughs> he has such good attention to detail. He oh. would be the king. The king of that job.
0: I was f- forget who I was talking oh, I was talking to Matias who's producing that play here. Oh yeah. I was explaining this job to him and he was like, How do you get that job? I love it.
1: And I was like, Well buddy, you need a PhD. Well, are you gonna train Carlos or maybe you even tried to train Carlos up to Yeah.
0: Him? Uh yeah, actually I kinda like what is what is Sublet for work? I contracted out some of the some work contract- uh, to to Carlos.
1: Ash. Uh, it was like two years ago, Something in which
0: I went to his birthday on
1: Sunday. Yeah, it was, I was I was touched that he he reached out and invited us. That was cool. Yeah. Um, how was it? It was good. Yeah. I was
0: at the wrong bar by myself for about an hour. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I the... <laughs> instead of being like, "Man, Carlos is a loser, <laughs> <What> a dick," <laughs> late to his own party. No, there's a bar called Thirty Three Forty Five, and yeah. I went to the bar Forty
1: Five Thirty Three. Isn't that a bakery as well? I have no idea. Mm-hmm. Three Six Five. Okay, Forty Five Thirty Three. Uh, yeah. yeah. Uh, Easy mistake to make.
0: Yeah. Anyway, you want to talk about tension?
1: Yeah, I've, uh, a little. Let's let's. I, I expanded on my metaphor. I think it's really really good. So part, some hatchets. So partly, I I just want to like run it through, <laughs> run through the whole metaphor with you and see if sure. see if it's uh. Fairly encapsulating. Uh, Do you think other people, when we get a bit like that, do you think other people notice or it intangibly bleeds out or it tangibly bleeds out? Great question. I don't know. Um, I
0: I feel like I'm pretty poor at hiding my feelings. So I imagine people notice, but
1: don't do anything. But I find sometimes I'm like, okay, well, maybe maybe he's sad at me or maybe... It's just another thing, but thing you know set it everyone set it everything that happens sometimes, so I was thinking about the uh the the, the garden fence uh metaphor uh which I think is is good, And I've added a bunch of different sort of aspects to it, which which I think make it make it more complete and and I have a bigger understanding of what's actually going on now as well, so there's a more things to things to put into the into the metaphor but basically the metaphor is that me and matt are two neighbors Mm. next to each other uh we bought plots of land right next to each other uh and there's a big garden fence that's up between us Uh, so we sort of vaguely know that that the neighbor exists uh but we don't really know what the neighbor's up to uh and i'm on my side of the, the the garden fence trying to build a garden trying to i'm digging up the soil and I'm, i'm planting little fruit trees and i'm trying to make the fruit trees grow uh and i'm trying to get the garden to produce a yield of fruit consistently at the end of every month or six months or year or whatever which i want to get and 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 share with uh my neighbors uh and things like that and i don't like gardening at all gardening (laughs) is like my least favorite thing to do it's very meticulous and boring and uh i'm doing it on foreign soil which (laughs) makes it very difficult because foreign soil uh, what i'm finding is that it drains very very quickly into pockets of the government which is super frustrating uh and really what i love doing most of all is treasure hunting. You know I love treasure. Treasure is yep. my favorite thing in the whole world. Like a little uh, truffle pig. Exactly. Uh, and uh, for a while I felt that uh, on the other side of the fence, Matt, which I couldn't see so much, uh, but Matt is doing treasure hunting uh, with a shovel and digging around in the garden, hoping to find big lumps of gold, uh, which sometimes he'd find and other times that he wouldn't find but every time that he was digging he would flick the gold over but so flick the dirt over the fence and then sort of once it got over the top of the fence he would not see it anymore so it'd be like oh that's convenient that that dirt has disappeared uh, whereas i was on the other side of the fence trying to try to build a garden and uh, sometimes i would need the dirt right sometimes the dirt would be helpful for me to help I'm just going to let grow. this metaphor keep going and see where, where you break down. Great. So sometimes I would, the, it would be helpful and I would sort of pile the dirt in different places, but other times it would be way too much dirt, way too quickly, and it would sort of cover me from head to toe, and I'd be like, uh-uh, oh, or I'd, 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 I'd knock over one of the trees or something like that, and it would make the, uh, the fruit-bearing thing that I was trying to do uh, more difficult, effectively. Uh, and then what happened was that there was a uh, a storm on my <laughs> on my, on my side of it the really fence. It really does keep going. Uh, there was a storm on my side of the fence uh, that was bad for me, and uh, the storm being my sort of personal financial situation type thing. Washed away some of your gold, so to speak. Yeah, it's kind of just just made the the planting, Made my yield of fruit super, super important at the end of the month, let's say. But then also made it hard to to, to produce the yield of fruit. Uh, so I knocked on the fence and was like, hey, stop throwing dirt over the fence. Uh, and I guess on the other side of the fence, uh, the storm was also on the other side of the fence. Well,
0: in this, yes, in, in this analogy, you knock down the fence wall and you you find me eating fruit on my side. Yeah. And you're like, what the fuck? I thought we were saving that shit. And I was like, I thought we've been eating
1: it. Right. In this analogy, yeah, I was I was <laughs> wanting to wait till the end of the six months to, to, to share my fruit with my neighbors uh, and, and the other people around that rely on the fruit. Uh, and that's kind of what happened. So, anyway. Um... <laughs> that probably makes sense to everyone, right? There's no. I don't know.
0: I I think we should let it sit and see see if anybody if it did make sense to anybody.
1: No questions at all. Yeah. Well, I guess in in the case of you eating fruit, it was a bit more like you're tossing dirt over a fence that kind of didn't land immediately on me. It like landed on a ledge or on a roof or something, and sort of built up where I couldn't see it or wasn't paying attention to it, and then it sort of fell. In a big lump. and yeah, all then you discovered once. it. And then I was like, holy shit, this is a lot of dirt, Matt. <laughs> um and You need dirt to grow things. I'm just I helping know you, I'm, I'm just trying helping to my best. uh and Yeah, and then like another thing is is exactly that that I don't want to be stuck gardening. I love treasure hunting. I want to do that. And then there's like this fear that I would have that 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 you will find a big old lump of gold, uh, in the form of a, a sitcom or in the form of whatever it happens to be. And then you'll be like h- holding up this big lump of gold. John, look what I found! And everyone will be like, "Holy shit! Have you seen that gold that Matt found?" And I'll be like, "Yeah, but the only reason he even had the energy to build to to dig the hole that found the gold." Was that I was uh, toiling away in to the gardens uh, yeah. for this whole time. That's interesting. So yeah, that's um, <laughs> that's how I, I formulated it in my
0: head. So do you feel that I I am do way more gold hunting
1: than than uh, digging than hoeing? Uh, well, I think <clears throat> I think we should just generally speaking have a transparent fence policy. Uh, where we're like both pretty open about all the stuff that we're doing. Because I think what I, I felt was that I was doing a bunch of all this extra stuff that you weren't necessarily seeing. That's and... exactly my, my argument, too. Right. Right. So when we had this this um, conversation we had the other day, I think we both we both felt underappreciated for a lot of the things that we were yeah. doing. Yeah. Um. I don't know if I think you're doing more gold digging. I guess it's like we can both do as much gold digging as we want and make time for. <laughs> right, that's a this little. song is bit...
0: brought to you by Kanye West, by the way. If we had a if we had a podcast editor, we could play that song now.
1: Um, and I do think actually I I, I read a good book recently, which you should read. It's called The War of Art. It's I really saw good. that
0: floating around here, actually, the other
1: day. Yeah, highly highly recommended. I recommended it to, to Kyla. She's read it, she blessed off a copy. It's very um spiritual <laughs> the way it yeah. talks about stuff. It's very kind of like you talk about like invoking the, the, the comedy muses and, and, and stuff like that. Yeah. Uh but it also talks about kind of removing uh excuses and teaching it teaching and treating treating whatever your art is like a job and just saying well it doesn't you don't have an excuse not to show up to your job you just you just have to be there every every day basically so i think i was i I still i think this is true and think i shouldn't use it as an excuse but for a while i've been talking about how it's very hard to do the um the like right brain side stuff and be creative at the same time um Which is why I'm doing the Sunday thing, no tech on Sundays, and why I'm trying to sort of compartmentalize my life a little bit more. But the point is, the book's like, just take more responsibility for yourself and do it more yourself. I
0: I think I read the back cover and it reminded me of that, um, what is it called? The artist Way.
1: Yeah, that's one. You've read that one. You were doing a a class on it or something.
0: I tried to lead it as a workshop, it felt (laughs) way too culty. Yeah. And uh and again it's it's religious too. You have to succumb mm-hmm. to a higher power. Honestly, I I thought it was almost exactly like the twelve step AA program, but just with alcohol replaced by the word art or something, you know, one yeah. of those types of deals.
1: Yeah, it does feel feel quite a lot like that. Um So anyway, for what it's worth I feel good. That's good. <laughs> um good for you yeah yeah i'm just trying to just generally speaking try to talk more openly about stuff yeah I'm um, think so that's part of what it was well i mean these these were thing,
0: problems and hurdles and uh and stuff that were gonna come to the forefront uh, eventually mm-hmm. and it's the it's the thing with money is that when you run out it it's kind of like a, you know, a wave leaving the, the shore. It kind of exposes a bunch of gnarly rocks and things that you might not have seen otherwise.
1: Yeah. We talked about our definitions of money. I asked Matt what his definition of money was.
0: Yeah, what does money mean to you, I think is the question. Yeah. And
1: he said it's a distraction. It's an enormous distraction. Which I agree with. But necessarily we, we have to be distracted by it to an extent because... People need it. And, and at the moment, we're responsible for getting it for about five or six different people. Yeah. Um, Not so, including us. Not including us. No, no. That'll... That's, that's going to happen. they will happen this month. Yeah, it should do. Uh, which is cool. I actually feel a lot calmer now that I've done all the, the accounts Yeah, fairly meticulously. And I'm kind of like, all right, well, even if we don't have the best month we've ever had, it'll be okay. Yeah. Um... So Matt said, it's a distraction, and I said it's a good but not perfect measure of how good something is, um, which is I think not actually what it is, but I think that's how it can be treated. So I think you can tr- you can treat a a product as as like marketing. So you're trying to like trick people into buying something, and then that's the game that money is. Is like how I managed to to. Get people to relinquish their money, type thing, which is a little bit what your definition of profit was—the amount of leverage the
0: seller has over the buyer. Yeah, yeah.
1: Um, But I think
0: I I wish I had uh, studied up on this because, so like you know, economists think of money in three. I think it's three ways: it's a store of value, it's a uh, unit of exchange, and I felt like there was a third. Third use for money as well. Um, so in you, and you're basically in your eyes, or what you're saying is, is that kind of store of value. It's a representation, a symbol of how how good or desirable your product is, mm-hmm. which is true. Uh, you can use marketing to trick people into thinking your product
1: is more is, desirable, right, is better, better than it is. Yeah, but ideally, we would just create a product that everything we say about it is. At least from our perspective, true right,, yeah. and I think that's basically what we're doing. when we say like "Come to the spotlight, it's the best show in Barcelona, or whatever. We basically believe it to be to wholeheartedly, be true. Yeah. and if we don't believe it to be true, we change the show or we we talk about how it can be
0: improved, and I that think kind generally of thing. we don't do we talk up shows that are shit? I feel like we're pretty honest. I think I got myself in trouble a couple of times for being honest, yeah, about the the level and quality of uh, any given show. Ah, uh,
1: you did indeed. What do you say <laughs> to people when, um, they ask what show, uh, what, because sometimes people are like, no, but what, come on, what's the, what's the one show though? Like, what is it? What do you? No, you
0: know, what's frustrating is people do ask me, they're, they're like, so we had somebody come in last week. I forget for what show, but they're asking, oh, it was, uh, I'm going to mess up her name again. It's like Lilichum or something. It... <clears throat> I remembered her name as sounding like Ichum, but it starts with an L leachum, okay. leechum, maybe or lithium, I don't know.
1: I don't new. know anyone's names.
0: Well, it's a it's a new lady. Uh, she's been coming out on Mondays, and so she asked me. She was like, "Hey, this was really fun. This was a really great time." I'm I'm like, "Yeah, come come back." And she's like, "Well, what other shows are there?" I'm like, "Well, the best show is Friday nights at ten o'clock. Yeah, comedy bomb shelter hosted by yours truly." She's like, "Yeah, but what else is there?" I'm like, "Well, <laughs> well, the other nights are pretty good too."
1: Yeah, I mean, I guess if you even if it's true if you if you like recommending the one show that, that you do that you're sort of that you spearhead let's say um people are going to be a little suspicious
0: yeah apparently uh,
1: but my when my parents came they were like you know what shows and, and I said bomb shelter spotlight that's 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 what it is and they went both in the end I went to yeah, bomb shelter that yeah. night and it was great uh well you were good yeah. You made me laugh a lot when yes. she, you said uh, Fuck Bulgaria fuck, bu- fuck Bulgaria Nothing gets me off like a fuck Bulgaria joke yeah. No it was just really funny Because you were like You asked where this person was from They were like Bulgaria And the first little moment You sounded so excited You were like <laughs> really?
0: <laughs> I fucking
1: hate that place Yeah Anyway She so didn't that see it
0: coming But then she
1: completely agreed with me Yeah This Bulgarian woman Um, Some of the people that were on were not Mm-hmm. great that night mm-hmm. um, but that's
0: okay that's, that's right. the the fun thing about bomb shelter is that usually if we do it right even if you don't have the strongest comedian it ends up being a good night all all the, all the same mm-hmm. let's talk about fu- you
1: know what's going to be exciting let's talk about future shows hell yeah that's something i'm super excited about what shows are you stoked for oh i what mean do this tight 5s thing is going to be we just sort of finalized that yesterday um and it's it's going to be the next big thing in barcelona comedy
0: yeah. Oh, I've, I have to message some people. Let me see if I can get some showbiz.
1: Yeah. To talk to the showbiz people. If we have to change the date for it, let's do it soon. Yeah. Because I'd like to start getting all the marketing stuff together. Um, but basically, we want to start practicing filming really, really high quality stand-up comedy, multiple cameras, quality sound, good lighting, Um so that we are prepared in the future to film stand-up specials, to do whatever we we want to do in that regard, and also so that we have material for um, the sitcom. Yep, that is in the works. Do you want any updates on that? We're gonna start filming, them, not
0: Yeah, I think we can. I mean, it's it's so for people who I haven't, I haven't bothered telling about this with, <laughs> I haven't bothered them with telling about. it's this thing I've been kicking around for a while. Uh, And it's just, the idea is to create a sitcom about life in the clubhouse. And that's, all of our skills are years away from that. But we can build towards it by starting with, like, just recording tiny moments that have had happen. We recreate them, uh, funny things like that. And then um, you do it in the style of Louis' uh, show, Louis. And so you can have scenes that are not necessarily all following a single plot. They're just kind of standalone. And then you intersperse that with a couple of pieces of standup to mm. make a ten to twenty minute episode. Yeah, and so I think that's it's very doable. I'm looking to just start by recording. You know, I've got uh, I've got a lot of these little moments recorded. A favorite one of mine was um, Kyla's last day, right? And so she's getting. We're all standing at the bar. She's getting ready to leave, and uh, she goes, "Ah, God, I can't believe it. I, my last day, and I'm not even going to get laid." I don't even to get any dick. And then, uh, remember Jamie uh, McDonald, <sighs> McDougal or something? Yeah, McDonald. He's like, well, I'm here. And Kyla's like, oh, no, Jamie, no, not you. Sorry, buddy. I think of you as, like, a plant. <laughs> <laughs> and he goes, because I grow inside you? <laughs> uh... I, I forget what I... Uh, Kyla had something to respond to that. But, like, just those little moments, right? We have... So we could film that with everybody standing around the bar. Yeah, yeah. It's funny
1: girls complaining about how they never get laid. Because there's always, there's always someone around that's like, yeah. oh, you, really? I'm here.
0: I'm I'm standing right. And they're like, no, no, no. no. That, yeah. yeah,
1: not, not you. That's not, that's not what I meant. Yeah, uh, anyway. Uh, my brother had the highest praise for her after her spotlight performance. Oh, yeah. He basically said, like, you wouldn't know the difference between her doing half an hour on stage and... Anyone you can imagine, you know, Tom Segura, who, whatever it is, her doing half an hour had like the confidence and was funny and was, was fantastic. Had the material. Had the material. Um, So that was She's just coming back from a little tour of Ireland. Yeah. Yeah. It'd be interesting to hear how it it seems like it went well. I don't know. Uh, I guess one way to judge how, how well it went is, is I saw on her Instagram there was just like a litany of different people that had gone and asked for photos with her oh, afterwards. Nice. So yeah. I presume if it was a yeah. bad set, people aren't lining up afterwards to take photos with you. Yeah. Right? Uh, but maybe she's that famous that that is actually the case. Yeah, good job, Kyla Colbert. Uh, great job, Kyla Colbert. Anyway, tight fives. Exciting show. Exciting show. Probably June 3rd. We'll yeah. see. We're getting 10, ten of our favourites from Barcelona to do tight fives. We're going to film with two, maybe three cameras, uh, and we're going to send them the best footage they've ever got of them doing stand-up comedy, and we're going to, I think, clip it down for them as well, get them to pick one joke each, maybe, and and clip it down to them and send them a really high-quality Instagram reel slash YouTube short or whatever that that's that's just sort of done for them. Yep, Uh, And... You know, they can pick their material based on that. They can choose old material, stuff that they're they're ready to, to burn, let's say. Uh, and then we're also going to chop it up ourselves for for some promo reels and to be interspliced into the sitcom as, as we make it.
0: Yeah, I figure if we just get a couple of scenes films between now and June, then then come June 3rd, we'll have like a, a standalone episode that we could
1: yeah that's great. show off to the world. That's the most exciting thing about uh, what we're doing is that we're new at this. We're just new at this. It's fun. Well,
0: it can be fun, right? Like learning is, well, for some of us, I don't, you're not like a self-identified nerd, but like, you know, learning is fun. <laughs> um,
1: I, I mean, everyone's nerd these days, right?
0: Yeah, now it's cool. But uh, yeah, I I've been enjoying these different, you know, camera, learning about different shots and camera angles. Uh, talking to them with them about it too. The other day that she was shooting a and the, and how ridiculous this is all all this is anyway. So the other day she's shooting this commercial for Funky Chunky and she has these puppets. Yeah. And uh, and then Hannah and Luke are providing the voices for the puppets. And uh, and I go, well, what? How do you? Uh, what what shot are you thinking of? And she's like, Well, I think that what we're gonna do is we're gonna stand, start out out and then we're gonna pan down. So that eventually, that the the puppets are on the same same plane as the audience, therefore suggesting that these people are not in fact above us, but really one of us, and you know, yeah, we're all truly equal in the eyes of comedy. Like, wow, damn, man, that's them. That's fantastic. All right, cool, let's do it. And then, uh, and then, you know, it's like this really thoughtful, artful shot. And then it's, hi, I'm Chunky, and I'm Funky, and to this week we're going on the Chunky Funky mic. <sighs> it's fucking it's artistic and ridiculous at the same time. Just if you
1: if you think what we're doing is shallow and vapid, just you don't even know what we're thinking behind it. You don't yeah. even know the ultimate meaning behind all of the shots that we're uh, that we're doing. Yeah. So recently I, I filmed a
0: commercial where I had a cup of dry semen. <laughs> it was supposed to be a sight gag, oh, yeah. but the semen's meant to be like powdery. Uh we need to we should have turned the fan on now that I'm thinking about it to like make sure that you can tell. Uh-huh. But really what that represents is today's society the withering of social interactions in today's society I um
1: for the sketch uh, that I've written uh, maybe I'll take that off air because I don't want anyone stealing my idea um and it's anti-governmental so maybe they'll they'll track me down as well uh, but it's like almost the most complicated thing I could think of in terms of like what the the production is and the amount of people involved. So it's like ten people needed for it, and oh it's no. gonna be like multi- multiple cameras and this kind of thing. Yeah. And I kind of thought about it. I was like, that would be really cool to do. Oh, but I can't do that. It's like, yes, I can. Yeah, I can do it. If I'm if I think it's that good of an idea and I'm committed to it, I can do it. I know people and I have a space that I can use, and I don't know. Anything is possible. Anything is possible. Hey, big shout out to Marnie Manning. She's got McDonald's. standing outside in her offspring shirt. Uh, that's cool. Oh, it's four, ten past four. Actually, there's maybe a couple of people outside now to film. Uh, all right, folks, we got to wrap this up.
0: Thank you for listening. Shout out to James, Marnie, Jacob,
1: uh Paris. Oscar, who loves my book. Oscar. Actually, all the nieces and nephews uh, and mom and dad. All the folks at
0: WTS. I don't think listen to this podcast anymore.
1: Not anymore. Anyway, we'll be back uh next week hopefully. Probably with a guest, we'll S- see.
0: Yep, same bat time, same bat
1: channel.